2 Peter chapter 1, verses 10 through 19. Brethren, be more diligent to confirm your call and election, for if you do this, you will never fall. So there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these things, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it right, as long as I am in this body, to awaken you by way of reminder, since I know that my repose will be soon, as our Lord Jesus Christ showed me. And I will see to it that after my departure you may be able at any time to recall these things. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. We heard this voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have the prophetic word made more sure. You will do well to pay attention to this, as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Writing to the church in general, Peter encourages them to be diligent in remembering and living their faith. As Peter speaks this way, we clearly see that it is the responsibility of the Christian to make an effort to be faithful and to constantly reaffirm their being part of the church. As we read in the Gospels, many are called, and it is the responsibility of those called to be faithful to that calling. Peter's use of the word election here has been tragically misused and misunderstood since the 16th century. This is not about God choosing some to go to heaven and some to go to hell. Jesus' work of redemption is universal, comprehensive, and complete. (coughs) As Peter says here, each person who has been called is responsible to live according to that calling. The Christian life is synergetic. Jesus Christ, in his birth, life, death, resurrection, and ascension, defeated the power of sin and death. (coughs) Mankind has been freed from that enslavement. Now, with the church in place... With the church filled and directed by the Holy Spirit, all men have the choice to be baptized, to live the Christian life, to be part of the body of Christ, and to pursue holiness. That is each man's responsibility. As Peter continues, pursuing holiness by living the Christian life and using the sacraments that God has given us through the church is a sure path to life in the kingdom of God. Like a man who has signed up for a marathon and is preparing to run that marathon at some point, The more he trains, the more he works, the better he will do in that race. So too the Christian. The mere fact of being born puts us into the race, and it is our responsibility to prepare in the hundred years that lie before us. Going through life with no focus, with no understanding, and with no preparation will not lead to an enjoyable eternity. The man who pursues love and holiness will be prepared to enjoy the glory of God throughout eternity. The man who seeks only after pleasure and distraction will find the holiness of God throughout eternity an unbearable torment. The man who hated holiness in life will not enjoy holiness in eternity. Peter and the other apostles understood the need for the faithful communication of the gospel to the next generation of believers. In the writing of the epistles, the oral teaching, and the leadership of the church through the synods and councils were all preparation and framework for the subsequent generations of Christians. 
Peter knew that he was facing death soon and was doing all that he could to teach and lead before that happened. Peter tells them that he knows that they know and understand the gospel, but at the same time, he's doing all that he can to give them the means to recall all that he has taught them. He appeals to his time and experience with Jesus as a foundation for the faith. He tells them, For we did not follow clearly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He argues that everything that he and the other apostles have taught them are not just nice stories that were made up like the myths of the ancient religions. <clears throat> Instead, all that he has been teaching them is based on what he heard and saw from Jesus himself. That is the foundation of the Christian faith. He recalls the experience they had on Mount Tabor when Jesus displayed his glory and they heard God the Father glorify his Son. Jesus was fulfilling all that had been prepared for him since the beginning of time. Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity, took on human flesh and, as fully God and fully man, restored mankind. He perfectly fulfilled what fallen man could not, and this is clearly displayed for the disciples as they are with Christ on the holy mountain. Peter closes this passage with words meant to encourage the church in what lay ahead. The first generation church is called to be a light to the world, as a lamp in a dark place. This imagery is based on what Israel was called to be before the incarnation. Jerusalem was called a light on a hill, and they were supposed to bring the nations around them into a loving relationship with God. Over and over, mankind failed in this until the incarnation. It is when Jesus destroyed the power of sin and death that the church was formed and put in place of power and authority to bring the gospel to a darkened world. Peter's closing words are all about the finalization of the Old Covenant when the temple and Judaism as a whole are destroyed. With the coming of the Messiah, there is no longer a need for any of these things. It is because of Jesus Christ, it is because of the destruction of sin and death, and the formation of the church as the people of God, that the light from the gospel will spread across all creation and bring life. The coming of the gospel is like the rising of the sun out of the darkness of nighttime.